G'day, Mike Hussey here, but you can call me Mr. Supercoach. KFC Supercoach BBL is back and there's 25 grand up for grabs. So what are you waiting for? Play today at supercoach.com.au. T's and C's apply. New South Wales authorisation number TP slash 01005. I didn't, I didn't get many contact injuries, as our next guest will probably be. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't have a lot of contact injuries, but if I was nervous when... Paul Ruse came on the show for an interview. <laughs> I am even more nervous when my great mate, who I sat next to in a locker room for six years, is coming on the show. Barry, Larry Hall, welcome to the Saturday Morning Mowers, my friend. How are we? Good oh, Larry. <laughs> Listen how happy he is to be on this radio show with Nick Davis. It's been a long time between drinks. Oh, and there was plenty of drinks. Don't worry about that. <laughs> Mate, we, we would have won four premierships if we didn't uh, drink as much. But um, that would have been it would have been less fun, Barry. <laughs> That's right. It's fair now, to say I'm not coming into his camp. It'd be no good for me being in his camp for this fight. Yeah, you were always uh, you're always one of those guys that uh, had fun doing what you were doing. That's for sure, Nicky Davis. We'll we'll give you time to 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 kind of trigger the memory and come up with some Nick Davis classics. But firstly, we'll talk about the fight now. Uh, you're, you're taking on Sonny Bill. Um, you're going to face off in Turf War, and you can watch the fight March 23 exclusively on Stan's new pay-per-view offering, Stan Event, and it's at the ICC in Sydney. You can get along there if you're in Sydney Town Wednesday, March 23. Barry, why take this fight, and what are you anticipating early doors in the early stages of the build-up? Oh, yeah, look, this fight's been spoken about for quite a while now, nearly two years. And, um, you know, we, we had a verbal agreement with uh, no contracts in place. And, you know, when it got to the 18-month mark of not happening, I thought, Jesus, it's not going to happen now. There's no commitment. And um, I don't think it's going to happen. So sort of it sort of led on after the Paul Gallon fight. Um, you know, we were in talks with, with Sonny, and he, he agreed that whoever won that fight, he'd, he'd uh, consider fighting. And um, clearly, he's all I won it. Um, as well as I did. So, uh, yeah, that's sort of where it all stemmed from. Um, it sort of led on from there. And, uh, you know, at, at my age, you know, this is not ideal, you know, dragging stuff out two years. But um, it is what it is. Um, yeah, they're not they're not going to get out of it. So we're going to uh, make this work. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to put it on him. Yeah, uh, Larry, I've got so many things I can call you, but not on the radio. Uh, Holly, <laughs> what... <laughs> um, what did you learn from the fight against um, Gal? Um, yeah, I watched it, and um, mate, too, I, I thought you you probably won. What did you learn in regards to training preparation and and your time in the ring there? I oh, look, I learned quite a lot. It's obviously my first professional fight, so you know, last time I fought before them, I was 15 years of age, you know, and I fought you know amateur, so you know, totally different thing, and um, I learned so much, I, I guess, in terms of training and. Even just little things like the warm-up, you know, in, in footy terms and any any sporting, uh, when it's physically taxing, you, sometimes you, you get a, when you start it, you get a bit of a blowout and then you get a second wind and that second wind kicks in and then, and then you're sort of away. I, I didn't get my second wind until about after round three, which is a mistake and it was just inexperience. Yeah, I would have done a more intensive warm-up, so I got my second wind a little bit earlier and, um, you know, it can really ride home the, um, you know, three quarters of the way, you know, the, the later half of the fight, you can really, you know, stamp your authority. So just little bits and pieces like that, and probably just enjoying it was was a thing. I was, I sort of got a bit too fired up. Um, mm-hmm. I, I didn't like Gal, uh, and that wasn't uh, fabricated. It's just how I, how I was. 
And I just didn't enjoy it as much as I should. The build-up and all those sorts of things. I, I should have um, really sat back and soaked it all in and enjoyed the build-up a bit more because, you know, it is a great experience to be able to do these sorts of things. Uh, you know, get paid well and, and entertain people at, at this age. So um, I'm going to enjoy it a bit more this time. Looking back, Barry, do you regret maybe, say the time when you, you left the Swans, was there a point there you thought, oh, I could transition now or was there a chance that you could have fought I don't think it would have gone down too well with the fitness advisors at footy clubs, but fought in off-seasons. Was that ever an option for you? And do you regret not actually doing that as you sit here now? Not, no, look, not really. I, I think if you play an AFL footy, I don't, certainly don't want a rubbish NRL, but I think if you've got an AFL contract, um, I don't think they would allow you to do it, to be perfectly honest. And yeah. I totally understand that because, you know, you throw a shoulder out or break your jaw or it's actually going to, you know, impact your training, pre-season, whatever it may be, in some way, shape or form. So I don't think AFL clubs would, would go for that, you know. Now, after all, players are an investment, and um, if your investment is, is not working for you um, and is off doing other things, it's, it just doesn't it doesn't fit. So I, I don't think, without putting words in other people's mouths, I don't think that would, would have gone down at an AFL level. Um, but, yeah, look, I, I think uh, there was a contract offered to me when I was 30, uh, I was at the Swans at the time, and um, I, I told the promoters at that stage that you know it had to be more money than what I was on playing footy, and and, and it wasn't. So, because football, I, I knew I was good at. I was in my comfortable place. I was happy doing it. So to change and go somewhere else, um, it had to be worth my while, and it just wasn't at that stage. So the decision was made to to keep playing footy. Paulie, your preparation for this fight. I saw on Sonny's social media, he's already he's jetted off. He's over there with the Gypsy King doing his thing. What um, What's going to be your, your preparation? Uh, I see you've been doing a bit of recovery. It wasn't a strong point. The only thing we iced back in the day was our beers, my friend. <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> yeah, I had the ice bar sticky boy. You know that. But um, look, I, I don't need to jet set off and go and train with world champions. And we, we I've got a former world champion in, in my gym. Um, at Kingscliff in a tin shed out in the paddock. So that, that's where we're going to be training. Um, I, I actually think he's a weakness, to be perfectly honest with you. I, I think he's... Um, maybe he doesn't have faith in the team around him in Sydney, and maybe, you know, he's searching for something. Um, the team I've got, I've got total faith in. As I said, we're going to be doing old-school, Rocky-style, in a tin shed, um, oh. rusty old weights and equipment, and uh, that's, that's our style. We're going to do the hard yards, um, you know, the unlimited budgets and the fancy bright lights and, you know, training with the Gypsy King is doesn't doesn't suit us. And, uh, yeah, I actually think it's a disadvantage. Yes, it would be a great experience, but in the lead-up to the fight, I actually think he's, he's looking for something. Um, so I actually think it's a weakness, to be perfectly honest. Yeah, I'm looking forward to seeing the training footage of Barry Hall just barrelling into, a like, a hanging piece of meat in a freezer somewhere <laughs> with the beanie on and just doing his best. Um, how many times did you think in your career that you'd... Nick Davis was annoying you that you wouldn't mind pummeling him, Barry? Yeah, there's a few times, yeah. I'm not going to lie, there's a few times. Um, well, we, we were we were locker mates. I was number one, he was number two. We were right beside each other. And, um, you know, so it was pretty hard to get away from each other. But, uh, no, nah, look, in, in saying that, uh, Nick was a great teammate. We had, we had a lot of fun. In, in anything you do in life, you, yes, you've got to work hard and, and play hard, but you've got to have a bit of fun and enjoy it. So we certainly did that. Uh, Holly, I've told this story once here before that 
And I was like, oh, who was your angriest teammate? Everyone goes Hawley. And you're not, you weren't an angry person. You're, an, you're a beautiful person, Larry. But there was a few times where we'd be doing some boxing and we'd be lined up sort of 10, <laughs> 10 on each side, 10 on each side. And then we'd be doing 30 seconds of punching with one person and you got to slide along the line. And there'd be some new rookie kid that couldn't <laughs> hold the pads. And all I'd hear down there is, hold the pads! <laughs> <laughs> Well, as you know, anyone who's done a bit of boxing, the pad holder is absolutely critical. If you're if you're punching a pad and there's just nothing nothing there and it's there's nothing behind it, there's no resistance. It's just twice as hard. So, um, you know, boxing is hard enough as it is, let alone that. So, I used to get a bit frustrated and probably shouldn't have because they they probably haven't done it before. But um, you know, the patience wasn't a, a really strong point for me back then. <laughs> you have mellowed out a bit, haven't you? I've mellowed out a lot. Yeah, absolutely. I've um, well, you, you know me, Dickie, but I, I guess I've always been fairly mellow. But you know, I've had that edge of the competitive edge. But now I'm sort of, you know, when you have kids and you know, life just changes. You know, your perspective changes. I don't really give a shit about anything um, as long as my kids are good. You know, that's that's my mindset, and that's just how things are now. I don't, I don't care about the small stuff. I don't care what people call me. I don't care about social media. I don't. All that stuff is just irrelevant. As long as my kids are fine and they're provided for and they're happy, that's that's all I'm really worried about. Not a bad outlook. And um, you're going to help provide for them uh, with this fight, which will be intriguing. Uh, Barry Hall taking on Sonny Bill Williams. Turf for stand sport, stand event, I should say, on March 23. Barry Hall, thank you for joining us. And uh, well done not embarrassing Nick too much, but we'll get you on before the fight and maybe we can go for round two there. No, I appreciate the time, boys, and uh, look, we'd like to stay in touch and, um, yeah, give you updates through the camp. That'd be, that'd be great. Looking forward to it.